The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 355. I hope that wherever you are today, you're doing very well. We're actually finally having some uh, some rain here in Barcelona. We've been in the middle of a massive drought, so uh, it's a big relief. Um, and I hope that wherever you are, the weather is treating you well too. And if you are struggling though with anxiety or OCD, as you may know, you can get a free session with me to get that you can head over to my website, robertjamescoaching.com. There you can book yourself in for that free session. Or if you prefer, you can send me a message and uh, let me know about what you're struggling with. In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about relationship OCD and in particular, the struggle of looking for that just right feeling in relation uh, in, in regards to your relationships. Uh, this is something that many people get caught up in uh, so we're going to be exploring that today. If you would like to to know more about the podcast, you can follow and like on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK. Also, if you would like to support the podcast, there's Patreon. You can sign up for that by following the link in the show notes. There's also the Facebook group. Um, so there's lots of different ways to kind of uh, follow and and, uh, and join in. So many thanks, guys. I really hope that you enjoy. And off we go. As you may know, if you listen to this podcast on a regular basis, relationship OCD has been something that really, uh, really plagued me in the past. Um, You know, sometimes it still pops up and still tries to catch me out. Um, But it's, you know, I'm I'm much better these days of not kind of going down the rabbit hole with my thoughts um, and not allowing myself to kind of get taken away by them. And uh, it was only now about a year ago that I actually, um, you know, got engaged to uh, to my, my then girlfriend, my now fiance. And, you know, for me, it's quite unbelievable, actually, that I've arrived at this point, because for so many years, sadly, at the start of that relationship, um, I was spending, you know, most of my time every day ruminating and uh, getting lost in my thoughts, going around in circles in my head about whether the, the relationship was right or not. Um, I didn't want to break up with her because there was lots of good things, but I didn't feel that I was quite able to really co- um, to commit to the relationship. I kind of felt like I was in this kind of horrible gray zone where I had one foot in and one foot out. And, you know, that's really not a very nice place to be at all. Um, you know, really to to get the most out of, of relationships, we really need to be able to uh, try to commit to it, at least for uh, a certain amount of time. You may have heard me talking about in the past 
um, you know, one way of dealing with relationship OCD is actually to suspend judgment about the relationship for a period of time, either three months or six months, for example, uh, where you just focus on actually trying to be in that relationship without uh, thinking about it all the time, without getting lost in your thoughts about it. Unfortunately, with relationship OCD, uh, reassurance seeking is one of the main compulsions. And that reassurance seeking can take different forms. It can be us um, speaking with our friends, um, trying to get their opinion about the relationship. Um, it may be us like Googling things, or it may actually just be kind of thinking about things again and again and again. Or it could even be um, asking our, our partner uh, to give us reassurance in different ways. All of those, uh, really, they're just compulsions. They're just ways uh, for us to try to have more certainty about uh, the things that are giving us anxiety about our relationships. And whilst we're doing that, we're never going to really uh, discover anything about our relationships, whether they are actually the right ones for us or not, because we're just getting caught up in that kind of compulsive feedback loop, um, you know, where you, you know, when you're stuck in your head all day long thinking about this, of course, all that's going to happen is you're going to get more and more anxious. And the more anxious you, you get, the more confused you're going to get. And you're going to start perhaps blaming that confusion and that anxiety on the relationship. Like, oh, it must be the relationship that I'm, you know, that's the reason for why I'm feeling so bad. Um, it must be uh, a kind of uh, the wrong relationship for me, the wrong person for me. So I need to kind of get out of that relationship because then I'm going to see um, you know, or I'm going to give myself an opportunity to actually find that right person. Only an, a new person comes along and for a few weeks we feel like that that right person or that new person is the right person. But lo and behold, after a few weeks or a few months, the honeymoon period is over and then the same old behavior creeps back in. Um, you know, because we didn't actually stick around in the previous relationship for long enough and commit to it. Um, you know, and let go of that overthinking and overanalyzing it, um, you know, so we didn't actually learn, you know, how to do that, how to be in a relationship without worrying all the time. And as long as we don't really learn that lesson, we're going to keep on repeating that same mistake. And unfortunately, that was something that, you know, that I was doing for a long time in, in various different relationships. Um, it didn't help that my attachment styles were, you know, kind of uh, going between avoidance and, and anxious a lot of the time. Of course, there was also some uh, some more kind of stable characteristics uh, there as well. Um, but the majority of the time, I, w I would be kind of either avoiding that commitment or feeling very, very anxious in, in, in the relationship. Um, you know, and it was, uh, I wasn't really learning that lesson that I was just talking about. I was just kind of, um, either breaking up with the person or kind of being in the relationship but making it so difficult that the other person would break up with me um, you know and, and this was something that that would just go on and on and on and so really we really need to to recognize uh, with relationship OCD that in in order for things to change the buck stops with us we really do have the power to turn this situation around. And for me, that's the really positive thing. Um, 
you know, it doesn't matter how long you might have uh, been struggling with relationship OCD for. It doesn't matter how many relationships you feel might have been ruined because of uh, relationship OCD. The honest truth is that at any point, you can start changing your behavior and start changing the way in which you uh, deal with relationships, the, you know, the communication process that you have, um, whether you're present with that person or not, whether you're uh, compulsively acting out all of your concerns and worries in that relationship. Um, it may not feel like it, but the important thing is to recognize that we do actually, when it comes down to it, we do actually have a choice on whether we choose to ruminate about these things or not. And I think one of the things, though, that catches people out, which I really wanted to speak about uh, in the podcast today, was um, many people with relationship OCD, and this included myself, get caught up in wanting to feel a certain way all the time in the relationship. We kind of want to to have that that special feeling that perhaps you get at the start of a, of a relationship where, you know, you feel really excited, euphoric, happy, you can't wait to see that person um, you feel like they're fulfilling lots of things. They're going to help you to develop as a person. You're going to develop together as a couple, um, you know, and, and, and things are going to progress from that point as the relationship continues. And we put ourselves, um, you know, unwittingly sometimes under enormous pressure, um, you know, to feel those uh, incredible and amazing blissful feelings, you know, all the time. And unfortunately, you know, relationships are just not like that. They don't um, give us this opportunity to 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 really be able to to uh, to feel that blissful state all the time. It may be there at the beginning, and it may come and go sometimes as you you know continue to be in that relationship. Um, but that coming and going is actually much more uh, m- much closer to the truth. Um, you know, then then actually feeling that kind of blissful state all the time. And unfortunately, you know, one of the characteristics of OCD in general is, you know, we're looking for certainty all the time. We really want to have certainty about whatever it is that we obsess about. And, you know, of course, this is true with relationships too. And so, if one of your big fears is kind of getting into a relationship that, you know, that might not be the right one for you, that perhaps you're going to get trapped in and then you're not going to be able to escape. Unfortunately, you know, you're going to really wind yourself up if you make that your your kind of main focus, your main obsession, because um, it doesn't matter how amazing that person is they could have all of the attributes you're looking for they could be truly you know just the right person for you but your mind if you uh, tend to kind of ruminate and obsess about things and, and get anxious about things your mind at some point is going to notice something that you don't like something that frustrates you or you know they're going to do something that um, is going to wind you up and make you feel uh, frustrated or negative in, in some kind of way or perhaps it you know it may even be uh, something that seems ridiculous but maybe um, you know maybe they smile in a certain way and you don't quite like it or maybe they look uh, not quite as uh, attractive one evening as they normally do 
these bizarre small things, unfortunately with relationship OCD, can suddenly catch our attention. And once we've seen them, it's almost like this seed has been born in the mind where we can't stop thinking about it. And the seed is growing up and it becomes bigger and bigger in our mind. And we convince ourselves, oh, I can't be happy anymore in this relationship now because of this annoying behavior that this person has or because of the way they act in this kind of situation or because of the way they look or because of the way they smile or the way they laugh or they all sorts of different things um i'm sure depending on uh, your relationship you may have your own specific things that you know that come to mind that that kind of catch you out um and so we need to recognize that this is actually to do with OCD. It's to do with wanting to feel that you have that just right feeling about your relationship. Um, you know, and you may, you may be, you know, uh, quite honest with yourself and recognize that you're not going to have that honeymoon effect forever. You know, you, you may have already reflected on that. And no, of course, I'm not going to, to feel that it's uh, amazing all the time. But when you have OCD, even if you know that kind of logically, emotionally, you still kind of want to, to feel that. Or even if you don't uh, expect that 100%, you certainly don't want to, to be having your attention drawn to these imperfections all the time. And um, that's really what OCD will do when we allow it to. Um, you know, our mind will keep going back to those those things that we've we've noticed that we don't quite like that give us that uncomfortable feeling. Maybe this isn't the right person for me. Maybe I'm going to be trapped in this relationship that's not right. What if I have children with this person and I realize a year or two later that you know they're that they're the wrong one? And you know this thing that they do. Well, maybe that's the sign that I need to get out of this relationship now. Um, you know, and so you may be kind of nodding along um, with me about this. Like I say, this is this is something that I really struggled with myself for, for many years. And the way in which I was able to kind of let go of some of this is just to recognize, you know, that this 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 kind of thing is uh, going to happen for me, no matter what relationship I get into. Um, it's just part of what uh, the mind does. The mind likes to look for uh, things that could potentially go wrong. And if you're somebody who's more prone to overthinking things, then and you know, and relationships are important to you as they are for me, um, then unfortunately the mind will use the fact that relationships are important for you against you because that thing has emotional significance. It knows that it can kind of use that to draw uh, draw you out the present moment, to try to get your attention. And really, that's what OCD wants to do. OCD doesn't want you to be in the present. It doesn't want you to, to be happy. It doesn't want you to, uh, you know, to just be in your relationship and enjoying the person for who they are, um, you know, faults and all. Actually, OCD wants you to be, um, you know, kind of worrying about things, obsessing about things, performing those compulsions, not being in the present, being really anxious. Um, not because it's out to get you, just because that's OCD and that's what it does. That's uh, the habit. It wants you to be doing that that familiar thing. 
Um, when we start to do something unfamiliar, like actually just being present in the relationship and trying to to not think about it for, you know, at least for a few days or a few weeks, we really focus on being present, um, you know, trying to use the fusion techniques to come back to the present, uh, trying to acknowledge that we're feeling anxious and actually allow ourselves to feel that anxiety rather than, you know, focusing on thinking about it and what it could all mean we actually just try to stay present present to the feelings the emotions that we're feeling um you know and actually present with the person and being there despite all of these doubts kind of creeping up into our mind when we can start to do that and set aside all of this worrying for a specific amount of time often we just start to feel better we start to feel a bit more connected with that person we start to to let go of all of this thinking and things improve um you know so really what we have to acknowledge is that that just right feeling is just to do with the ocd it's just to do with us looking for certainty trying to make sure that we're definitely 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 not going to make a mistake um and in order for us to kind of really be able to start um, appreciating our relationships more and really seeing if it is the right relationship for um, for us or not, we just need to be able to let go of that, acknowledge that we're not always going to have that just right feeling. That doesn't mean that it's not the right relationship for us. It just means that it's a relationship and there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs. But as long as generally speaking, you know, you get on with that person, you have things in common, they're kind, they respect you. And, you know, generally speaking, that's good grounds for a relationship. Um, so there we go, guys. I really hope that you enjoyed that. If you have any questions at all, do please let me know and I will see you next time. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional.